Xavier, I'd be rich if I had a dollar every time I heard someone say, man, I wish I knew 20 years ago what I know today about money. They need to be teaching about this stuff in school. Like the power of investing early. Compound interest. That alone would impact lives. Understanding and planning for taxes. Understanding the difference between both good debt and bad debt. Eric, what about all the stuff about money that business owners need to know? What kind of insurance should you be buying? The importance of contributing towards your retirement. They don't teach any of this stuff in school. Y'all sit back, get ready, because we are talking stuff about money they didn't teach you in school that you need to know. Welcome back to Stuff About Money. I'm Xavier Angel, Certified Financial Planner, and I'm joined today with Eric Garcia, Certified Financial Planner. How you doing, Eric? I'm good, man. How are you? Welcome back, by the way. Well, you know, hey, I would have been here last week if uh, you wouldn't have recorded without me, but I'm just saying. Well, I mean, you got to show up, man. Showing up is half the battle. I was out working. So, you know, sometimes <laughs> it happens that way. Not me. I don't work, y'all. That's Wait, I ha- I've got to go to work every day so that my girls aren't making a mistake of what we're talking about today. <laughs> talking about girl math. Girl math. Come on, man. Hey, you- it is. It is. For those who don't know what so girl you, math on, is. How does you go on? A, hold on. How does you going to work every day, help your kid with math. One of the things that that's so girl math, right? It It's girl that math. latest and, and I'm going to talk about it, but it's that latest TikTok uh, trend. Hold on. I'm getting there. So it's the latest TikTok trend um, where and I'm using air quotes for women um, are rationalizing their spending habits. So I'm going to work every day because mm-hmm. the individual that that actually started this whole trend of TikTok, right? Because they're all spending your money. <laughs> she um they're all the, they're all wait. they're all all your girls are justifying silly purchases. Well so, so that's the, why you need the, to work. The young lady, the 20 year old who started it, right? So it started as a joke because of her financial stress that she was having. So yes, I am working so that my girls, my wife and my two daughters they're not worried. They don't have that financial stress. So they can buy uh, Starbucks for free. <sighs> all right. All right. All right. Hold on. Time out. <laughs> so, so let's talk about what, what, what girl math is. Time out. Time out. First, first, I want to call, I'm going to, I'm going to start off and I don't want, I don't want to be a, a fun killer here because I don't want to, I don't want to kill any fun. Okay. But I'm just going to come on out and say it. I call BS on girl math. Right. You know where the whole trend the whole trend started on a radio talk show in New Zealand. It was a it was a segment where girls would call in and and get the help of the radio host. I think it's still ongoing to justify their purchases. So we're going to get into that. But I'm going to call BS on this whole idea that like this is something that just girls do. Oh, I I'm there with you completely. I right. I think and I don't want to I don't want to I got two two daughters you have two daughters and this idea that girls are bad at math is uh it's crazy it's totally totally wrong so i just want to come out and say that on the front end so ladies if you're listening statistically you are as good as math as men we know that it's factual um and i i don't want my daughters growing up thinking that 
just because they're girls, they can't do math. So Eric, I want to throw this one out there since you did call BS and you just said, you know, you, you just made that statement. Mm-hmm. Um, if I look at the SAT math scores mm-hmm. from 1967 through 2016. Yeah. You know, you, you, you say girls are actually better or there's no, no statistical I'm, difference. Yeah. I was going to say there's really no statistical difference between here, here's what's boys. interesting. This was a, um, a professor of sociology at Stanford. This is what she says. She goes, boys do not pursue math- mathematical activities at a higher rate than girls because they're better at mathematics. They do so at least in part because they think they're better. Um, and there's some studies that go on to say that um, children from grades 2 to 11, there was no gender difference for math skills, no statistical difference in, in the genders. And it goes on to say that most of the differences, when they look at countries where there's greater gender equality, you see scores in participation in STEM, the difference is a lot smaller. So what happens is we tell our girls that they're not good at math. Teachers bias boys at young ages. Well, girls uh, also tend to stay away from the math and the sciences. And, and, well, and why, I'm using well, why that, is that? Why is and that? I'm generally speaking. Because yeah. I, I know that's not everyone, but generally but, speaking, girls wind up staying away from math and and sciences, the STEM. Yeah. So check this out: by grades two or three, many girls lose confidence in math. Boys are more likely to say they're strong in math by second grade before any performance differences are evident. So even before there's any any evidence that someone's better or worse, girls are already losing interest in math. By ages 13 to 17, only 11% of girls say they plan to pursue STEM career compared to 35% of boys. Eight By eighth grade, girls are less likely than boys to have taken classes in engineering, 15% to 23%. And then by middle school, more than 90% of girls rate themselves as creative and 72% say they want careers that will have positive impact in the world. However, only 37% of them rate STEM jobs as being creative. So like we're conditioning girls out of STEM, out of math, out of being good at math. We're making them believe they're not good at math. So stop telling your girls they're not good at math or that the boys are better. Okay. So this whole girl math trend. That's my takeaway for today. This whole girl math trend. We're going to have fun with this. Okay. We're going to have fun. We're going to laugh at some of these things, but I want, I want you to think this is, this is not techniques that girls use to justify buying things. We all do this math. And I've got some ideas that I've been thinking about. What are what are some ways, some silly things that I've done to justify purchases? As you're listening here, you're probably like, oh man, there's some justification that I've made in, in buying purchases. In fact, this morning, this this was great. As I was doing some research on, on these stats about math and, and genders, a client of mine calls me. In fact, he, he texted me last night asking if he could call me with a business question. So we, we hop on the phone this morning he goes, all right, um, I have a business question for you. There's there's this marketing thing I want to do. It's going to cost me $4,200 up front and then $200 a month for, for the next five years. Does it make sense for me to do it? <laughs> so I tell him, well, it really would only cost you pennies a day if you pay for it over the next you know 30 years. So it's practically free. <laughs> so yeah, you should Joke, do it. Jokingly saying that. Yeah. All right. Let let can we can we hop into some of these 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 girl math things? Are you gonna? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna drive. So, here? I I think you know for our, our listeners where this came up was 
you and I were having a conversation with with a client, and as we were sitting down, one of the comments was, "Well, if I paid for this vacation months ago, then it's typically it's really free." And you know, we kind of looked at her, and it's like, "How is it that that question came up?" Well, tell me more about that. How is it free? So party spent the money, and like like money's been spent, right? Right. Right. And then to piggyback off of that, one of the other one of the other things that came out of this conversation was, well, I paid for it on a credit card. So, you know, I, I can pay for it later. And I, that look on your face, similar for those who who can't aren't watching us on YouTube. Eric's got that look on his face where it's kind of a, a, a smile, but I can see those wheels are turning in his head. So, Come on, man, what yeah, thank you. I, I can put it on a credit card. I'm going to pay for my trip, put it on a credit card, and it's free because I don't have to pay for it now. One of the the common ones is, um, in fact, if you look up the hashtag, I think the hashtag on TikTok is hashtag it's basically free or hashtag Mm -hmm. girl math, and and all these will come up. There's one that says, "If if I load my Starbucks card with cash, when I, when I buy my coffee, it's, it's free. It's free. It's it's practically free. Or the best one was um, if I buy something from a store, so I buy something that's $100 from a store and I return it, and then I buy I return it for something that only costs $90, I made $10. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. So the so the purpose of our conversation today is, you know, we we, we want especially our 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 what is our Gen Zers, our Gen Zers, right? We we want you to really think about it. It's not free. Gen Zers, Gen Zers, anyone listening, if you're American, yes. But so so think about this. Think about the math. If I if I pay for something today on a credit card for something in the future, it's not free. It's actually costing you more, and it's costing you more because of that interest. That's accruing on whatever that per, that product was that you purchased. I, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of um, people this week taking or this summer mm-hmm. um, taking trips over to Europe, and, and I had money. a conversation. Uh, yeah, I had Dropping a conversation some- with one, um, and she and her she and her boyfriend had purchased a trip to Greece, and they had gone to Greece, and she had put everything on a credit card, and it was well, I I don't have to pay for it until later. So I'm not spending any money today. But when we look at this credit card bill and the interest rates of anywhere from 18 to 24% that we're being hit with on interest, we're actually spending more for that trip than if we would have paid for it today. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. I had a client. This is years and years and years ago. This is like one of my first, first ever financial planning clients. Um, 
and she had some credit card debt and she was coming to me asking me about getting out of debt and it was a it was a um it might have been like a Best Buy card or, or one of the big electronic stores and she had bought like a TV or some a camera equipment or something dropped like two thousand dollars we're like three years into it and like the the balance is now like three thousand when I broke it down to her I'm like you know, you, you got a good deal, right? You got a good deal. She goes, oh, the TV was on sale. The camera equipment is on sale. I'm like, you're still paying it at 25% interest. It wasn't a good deal. And so girl math is about, it's about stories that we tell ourselves to justify purchases. I go to a Saints game, okay? Drop however much on a Saints ticket. I'm there. I want a beer. And I don't pay $10 for Coors Light, <laughs> Like I, I could buy like six six packs of Coors Light for ten bucks, but hey, I'm at the game. Gotta have a beer, right? Not just one, but two. And you just—it's part of the experience. They're, so it's not—they're—they're stories that we we tell ourselves. There's one, one good one. So if I don't know if you watch any of the videos of the um, I have of the radio show. So so these people call. And they're, and they're all girl. The whole segment's called Girl Math for the girl. The girl calls and she says, hey, look, I bought a $699 blow dryer. So the radio host like, you did what? $699? So one of the girl hosts, her job is to help justify the purchase. So, so she says, is your hair thick or thin? And she goes, thick. All right. So the average human hair has 100, human head has 100 strands of hair. I'm going to say you have thick hair, so maybe you have 50,000. So they're trying to break it down per, per, per strand of hair, what the cost was. So one of the guys jumps in. He goes, no, no, hold on. How much would it be if you were to go to a salon and get a, um, a you know, professionally hair, you know, blown or whatever? hundred bucks. So like, how often will you use your blow dryer? Three times a week. So it basically would cost you $15,000 to go to a hair salon to get your hair dried. Yep. All right, you only paid six ninety nine for the hair dryer, so you're actually I think what the numbers like you're actually making fourteen thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars, <laughs> right? Just the the, lo- the the logic behind that. Yeah. So, look, when we're we're making these purchases, and again, loosely girl math, everyone uses this to help themselves feel better about their purchases. So let's stop and think about what we're doing. You know, to charge something is costing you more in the long run. You know, but we're how about we're spending one? money today. How about this one? <laughs> We've all done this. In fact, I was talking to a, a friend of mine who is a guy this morning, and because I was I was actually saying, "Hey, what's your best? What's like? What's the best justification that you've made to buy something?" So we're kicking around these things. Um, his was ooh. I have a boat now, so I need to go buy a truck. Right? Think about that one. And then those are typically dudes making those decisions. And not just any truck. I need the that, you know. The one that helps but, you back up on its own and uh Yeah, or or the the ninety thousand dollar truck to pull my boat that I pull once a quarter. Okay. Stories. Stories we tell. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not against purchases. I'm not against buying Starbucks or against buying expensive trucks. But we got to get better at the stories we tell ourselves. The one he was telling me also was um he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll go buy something online. And like if I spend 15 more dollars, I get free shipping. So I would rather spend money on something that I don't need to get free shipping than just to pay the shipping. I've got a friend of mine. 
true story here, right? I've got a friend of mine. He's currently looking at purchasing a truck. His justification. You're not talking about me, are you? <laughs> I am talking about you, Eric. Are you talking about me? I am talking about you are today. You... So if you, okay. So, so all right. So oh, it, oh, look, er, er, okay. Eric, just go call me it. by name. Don't, don't like, I'm, I'm not afraid. Come on. So Eric's out there purchasing a truck and it would be easy for, for him to come in and sit and make up an excuse on why he needs to go out there and purchase a brand new truck. He's, he's thought about it probably a month and a half month. He's thrown around some numbers, you know, I'm thoughtful. Got, what's that? I'm thoughtful. He is. So, no, but I this, am. this goes, this goes to the point of, of why we're having this conversation today. Don't come up with stories to justify on why you're going to do something. I mean, oh, be oh, honest oh, with, time be out, time be out, honest time with out, yourself. Time out. Are you like this whole girl math came up because of me? No, you say no, I, no. I'm the one who inspired your girl math conversation. I'm using you as an example on why you've been on, on how you're going about justifying purchasing a truck. Hold on. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Are you calling me out or or congratulating me for not actually spending I'm congrat- money? On- I'm congratulating you. OK, I was confused. I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm congratulating you. I'm congratulating confused. you because now you've put all the facts out there on the table. You've looked at why you need this truck. And and the reason why you need it is one. I don't need a truck. Well, you don't need a truck, but you need a, a vehicle. You need a vehicle. I do. You need a vehicle because your daughter now, because she's you know junior in high school, she's got all these activities. It's taking hard for you to run around. Day. Yeah, she's taking your car. It's hard for you to run around every day. Mm-hmm. Now you very easily could have said, okay, well that's the reason for my truck. I'm going out and buying a ninety thousand dollar truck. But because of a strategy that you know and goals that you have, long-term goals, you're being conservative on what you're going out there and purchasing and I'm being not, thoughtful yeah. and purpose. You have purpose to what you want to go out there and do. Yeah. That's how we should make our decisions. Not yeah. coming up with excuses for why we're going to do something, but have purpose. See that? I was congratulating you. I appreciate that, man. It didn't sound like it at first. Well, you didn't, right. you didn't you didn't let me finish. Right. <laughs> if you if you plan to go to the store and spend a hundred dollars, now your daughter sent me this one, and I asked her permission if I could if I could share some of the ones that she sent. But this is your kid, okay? So, um, see how much the kids of financial advisors know about money. If you plan to go to the store and spend a hundred dollars, but there's a fifty percent discount, that means that I get to spend fifty dollars somewhere else. <laughs> and my daughter's. Defense. And that's why that's why Xavier wasn't here to podcast with me because he had to fund. She was pulling your leg. So this whole this whole conversation came by. My daughter sent Eric, myself, um, and Maureen, my wife, um, a text message. And she knew it would get under Eric. And that's why she sent it. And then it had this entire. That's not why she sent three, it. It was a that's three. That's not why she sent that it. That is why she sent it. It was a three-hour debate between the three. I had to put my phone down and walk away. <laughs> I actually went outside and cut the grass. You went to go cut the grass? Why? I, I cut the grass because I wasn't being a part of that conversation. Because I knew she yeah. was pulling your chain. Seriously? Seriously. You don't think that she goes and spends anything under $5 and says, that's eh, practically free. She will never say it's practically free. This this is the this is the same person. Yeah. 
so no, she, I, it was a joke. It was, right. it was obviously a joke. She she's actually fairly savvy with her money. Um, in fact, if you ever listen to the end of our podcast, a little shout out to your daughter here. Mm-hmm. She's actually the voice that closes out our podcast. So I recommend you listen to the end of this podcast. You know, she's actually got her boyfriend invest in money now on a regular basis and saving. That's that's actually brilliant. So like, I'm not going to marry him until I know he has like, what, how big of a savings account? Well, he's got to be financially secure. All right. Cash. (laughs) Cash is like little coupons. (laughs) I can't even respond to that one. If you use cash, it's not like you're spending. it's, It's like it's practically free. So here's a true one. I used to go work at coffee shops a lot. I used to love I love sitting in the coffee shop environment. If I had cash in my wallet, I hated parting with my cash. I would typically buy like a small coffee or like a medium coffee, just black, nothing, just simple. It's a couple bucks back then. If I was using my credit card, I would get like a latte and a muffin. Because there's that there's that separation between swiping a card and actually parting with your money. Are you saying we should all go back to cash? Uh, no, I think we need to, no, we shouldn't go back to cash. In fact, this is actually a good conversation I have with a lot of clients about, should we teach, how do we teach our kids about money and cash? Should we use cash? I'm like, your kid is going to grow up in a environment, in a world that is digital. And you need to learn discipline with digital currency. I think teaching young kids about money early on, it's really good to have something tangible because they, they're incapable of thinking abstractly. So keeping coins around the house or something that represents money is important. But once your kid's able to start thinking abstractly, probably like age seven or eight, then I think you need to start teaching them discipline uh, of spending money. All right. This was a good, this is one of the, the, the girl math phone calls. So a girl calls, she wants to buy a dress and she needs help justifying the, the purchase of the dress. It wasn't a very expensive dress, but she could have, it was like $110. And she could have rented a dress for $110. So she said she'd probably wear the dress three times, $330. So they're like, okay, wear it three times. And that dress actually has resale value. So then you can sell it for $110 and you wore a free dress. You you didn't wear a free dress. You actually made $110 in the end. Did she pay for it with cash or credit? I mean, if she paid with the cash, then she made even more money because she practically got the dress for free. And if she paid for it on a card? I don't know. It's, it's more expensive. Free. More Maybe. expensive in the Maybe. long run. Maybe. Maybe. What what else we got? We have any more any more good girl math? No other uh, girl, math. girl math. Math. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Venmo is like play money. If you've got money in Venmo, it's not like you really it's it's dude, it's practically free. I did I did hear that one come up. Yeah. It it's just to me it it's crazy, um, and it's but that's what we do again. It's crazy I, and frustrating. That's the 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 stories that we tell ourselves to justify things. That's not girls. It's not that girls are bad at math. It's we want stuff. We we desire stuff. And we want to buy it. And the whole you know girl math trend is about like little petty things that not I say petty things, but things that stereotypically women are going to buy. But we can easily do this about but any purchases. So think about the stories. That you tell yourself when you buy stuff, you want something, buy it. Give yourself a good reason to buy it. If you can't think of a good reason to buy it, don't buy it. Right? Like I, I spend money at coffee shops. I enjoy it. It's fun. I, I'll go there and I'll sit in a coffee shop or or I like I like good coffee. 
So it's something that I, I plan for. I'm going to spend money on on this cup of coffee. I go to the Saints game. I'm like, you know what? I know I'm going to pay more for beer than I want to pay for bad beer. But it's part of the experience. I'm not going to try to justify it other than I want to do it. Be purposeful in your spending. All right. That's what I'm going to leave everyone with. Hashtag girl math. Girls, y'all are good at math. I call BS on it. Be thoughtful about how you spend your money. Hey, if you like what you hear here, share it with somebody else. Xavier and I are financial planners. We do help people make good decisions, just like the story I shared with my client. Actually, in the end, it was a good decision for him to spend the money. We talked about it not as an expense, but as an investment. And what was that return on investment on spending that money or investing that money? So be thoughtful when you make purchase decisions and make sure they're in line with your long-term values. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Information presented and discussed on the Stuff About Money podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute direct financial advice. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advisor prior to implementing any strategies discussed. Eric Garcia and Xavier Angel's branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC. A registered investment advisor. Osaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Osaic Wealth. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial. But you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you, and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland, and we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.